0: What's up everybody? Welcome to Bitcoin and Altcoin Trading Talk 53. No go. nobody else.
1: Yeah. yeah, there we go. All right.
0: Get the energy levels up right.
2: You got dab in the house
0: 53. You Got dav the Gocho in the house.
2: Yeah, the gaucho. That's the word I was looking for.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there we go. And Mr. Beamish, what's going on today?
2: Hi. Did
0: you get an Ethereum at 13 bucks today?
2: Well, I did see it spiked down on one of those exchanges, freaking everybody out, eh, on like massive Mm -hmm. volumes. Really? Was, uh, some, some guy dumped like $41 million worth or something
1: like that?
0: That's oh, the rumor. Serious? I don't know if that's actually what happened, but somebody just pointed out on Twitter that um, 39,300 or 400 ETH were moved out of a, a Genesis block uh, wallet, and... Oh then it got dispersed from there i don't know if that was transferred into GDAX and then the guy just market sold or what happened but
1: that's, now i want to see the chart on that jesus christ
0: yeah, it's <laughs> it happened i think around like three o'clock today three o'clock central
1: yeah and, uh,
0: you know at first um our, our systems threw a flag and i was like okay well something's up with GDAX. um looked back and saw uh, what was going on there and then their API just completely shit the bed so Um, We're actually actively working on kind of trying to find a back channel uh, to get reconnected there. Um, So,
2: Pretty chaotic, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's just another day in crypto, you know. But we were kind of thinking initially, you know, it was either a matching error or matching engine error, because this has happened before on GDAX. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, even BitMEX has stopped using GDAX in their indexes uh, because of the outliers
1: that's surprising there have been some real problems lately aren't
0: they yeah i mean i who knows what really happened here i mean it could have just been legit a huge market sell and they didn't have you know didn't have a hard break in place or something but yeah um anyways yeah so interesting so,
1: so G- that's kind of
0: what's going on we're trying to figure out how to get the gdax api back online right now so
1: GD- GDAX, what is that exactly? I'm oh, is that forgetting. is that...
2: Coinbase um, exchange. Basically, basically.
1: That, that chart, eh? That's what
2: you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, you know, the interesting yep. thing is I remember uh, spe- uh, specifically after the uh, Bitcoin run-up in uh, 2013, I remember we were all sitting in the lounge one day in a chat room just sort of shooting the shit, then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, just a massive sell came out of BTCe, and it drove it right down to like a hundred bucks. Um, and everybody's like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> and uh, and then the price quickly rebounded back up into um, into the previous trading range. But uh, you know, the irony of it all is, you know what I say about wicks and tails needing to be eaten. Um, Dang. Mm. Yeah, so... It's kind of know,
0: ominous for a theory.
2: <laughs> <laughs> dum, yeah. dum, dum, dum. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to uh, show the chart while I was talking. I didn't mean to uh, tune out there. Sorry about that. But, uh, yeah. Um, you know, and the long and short of it here is... Uh, I I see a lot of the similar behavior patterns, and while the bull is raging, it's very difficult to talk sense to these people. But no longer, you know. I mean, simple reality is I doubt many serious investors could actually justify making investments in Ethereum. Really, I would argue probably.
0: You mean at this at this price, right?
2: Well, once we got beyond sort of mid May. You know, go look on the chart. You can see things just got a little bit nuts. Um, and in a weird sort of way, it's really dangerous to quote-unquote call these talks. Remember we had a guy um, back in the wintertime who did the same thing on Dash. And it just went running up and up and up and up. And basically, I think he, he wiped him so, his account out. I don't know. Uh, so you just have to sort of let these things play out. You've got to let them uh, play out. What do you think i was doing as the market was moving higher here <laughs> you probably know what i was doing. Okay. on doubles triples quadruples yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh i took advantage of the rally We didn't i never really had a hell of a lot of ethereum on the books so uh i wasn't really heavily participated in the story i remember we had one alumni um, michael and michael if you're watching this later um, he sort of pops in and out of the site, and that's the one thing I love about alumni is they're grandfathered on the site. So, you know, just like Dav here, he's an alumni of our school program. He just sort of comes and goes as he pleases. Um, and um, There's one gentleman, he literally called the bottom on Ethereum last winter um, and uh, pounding the table on the whole thing. Michael, uh, that was a fantastic call. But if we go back and look at the charts, do you want to see where that buy signal was? It's, it's quite shocking. Sure.
1: The, the line in the sand.
2: I mean, uh, let's, you know, we just uh, maybe we'll do it in Bitcoin terms to make it a bit easier to understand. That's uh, to um, let's see. Let's go on I never. I don't remember how this works. OK, there we go. So we'll just look at. Um, but, and the irony of this all is that it's not rocket science. You guys have heard me say this a hundred times before. Um, and the irony of it all is I, as I go through this, I bet, well, actually 53 times before, right? (laughs) this is episode exactly. But this isn't rocket science. Anybody can do this, right? We just kind of take our little fibbo toodle. And if you're watching this show for the first time. You can literally go back and watch every single episode we do exactly the same thing every single time you can just you know this was the rally peak off of the lows here you just draw your little fib tool and dab you know this uh, full well we call this green box is it going to be a green box
1: yeah, it is.
2: the reload zone yeah well i'm sure you've talked with me long enough you probably hear me say this in, in, in your sleep
0: <laughs> uh for the most part yes
2: mm-hmm. no You know, the irony of it all is, is it's actually pretty obvious where you should be long ethereum What's really interesting about this story is because this is venture capital, it's very susceptible to seasonality, and this is a big tax event window right there. It plays a huge role in venture capital, so it shouldn't surprise us then through that window the bottom comes in. This is it's it the irony of it all is that it's actually extremely cliche. Um, so everybody can see where you belong. Whether you play this, uh, I don't know whether can Will, can you see this? What does this pattern sort of look like? Let's see if you've been working with me long enough where we go down and then make another one mm. and then we go up. Does that look like some kind of? It looks like a
0: some kind of a U, like two U's put together.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you know, you <laughs> Is away. there a letter for that? Well, yeah, you 100%. have this W-type action, but what I was actually kind of referring to is this is what's called a head and shoulders pattern.
0: So ah
2: there, yes. There is straight, it's upside down. It's inverted. Upside down. That's why I don't why know if we can turn that around. But anyway. Um, the, we call this an inverted head and shoulders. Uh, the regular one would sort of look like that. That's the regular. So just think of the exact opposite. So, you know, whether you use concepts like head and shoulders, which is a market structure, uh, as you pointed out a moment ago, you could very easily, it's kind of sloppy, but it is there. And really more importantly, we get got this really tight little W right in there. So there were lots of reasons, and then also, too, do you notice the volume pattern here? Yeah, the volume pattern starting to accelerate. That's another bullish reason to get excited. There is lots and lots of reasons to get excited about Ethereum here. Now, you ready? Here we go. Let's see where that is relative to where price is today. And if you bought Ethereum recently, please don't be sick to your stomach. <laughs> and, oh, That is way down here. So you can see where this smart money is long. You can't even read it, but you can see the lines. (laughs) (laughs) But are we anywhere near there now? We're not even remotely near there. And so the sad part about it is now very much like we did this cycle. And I remember your cohort. Um, who used to do the shows with us. We had a very heated conversation around sort of this time period where is technical analysis really of any value? And I suppose if you bought anywhere in here and you were able to hold on for a long period of time, you came out ahead, great. Um, But what we do as technicians, right, is we're actually buying in here, selling in here, and as we said, going and buying back in here right and through this period and we actually had just absolutely beautiful short setups here. Can you see that nice little tight M right up there? It was really cool like for traders this was so sexy because not only was it a um, a reload short zone can you see that, Isn't that incredible how that lines yep. up and I also noticed too Ethereum seems to really have to obey a lot of this stuff. So, uh, you know, I'm kind of thinking that we're going to do something along these lines again. And if anything in the Ethereum story, we're like right here, right now. This is going to take a long time to play out. Um, And I wouldn't be surprised for the traders in the community. There's actually going to be swing opportunities the whole way along um if we just draw some very simple fibs using that exact same logic all right you can't even see the levels but let's just work off of there can you see how the reload zone is just lining up right in the previous traffic area right there's um, well how are we going to say this we could say you know there's a market structure signal here can you see that there was a hell of a battle at some point uh hmm, right here, to here, to here. And you can even see how they rallied it up and then they slammed it right into yep. that level again. See that tail right there? Slammed yep. it into that level and then they went and put in another little W. So, you know, we actually look at the bars that made the ultimate low plus the preceding bar as sort of the level where the institutions are Because keep in mind, institutions buy down markets, they sell up markets. So if we sort of mark off that level, and then, like we said, this big slam down here, that sure looks like an important level. And then this level right in here where somebody tried to drive it down, but somebody said, no, get your butt up there. There's that level. Can you see how these are all starting to overlap? So we got that level there, right, which is defined by those levels. We got this level here, we got this uh, level here, that tail end of there. We got the original market structure. Can you see what we're getting here? Do you see this sort of cluster of support levels in here? I don't know. Maybe you can see yep. it. Maybe you can. Yep. So if I was looking for a bottom, thinking along the same lines as this, um, where would I start shopping? I wouldn't be surprised. Just like here, I wouldn't be surprised. And also, too, you see how they left this cheeky tail right there. See that tail right there? So I wouldn't. And then there's also these tails right in here. These are all the levels that I think that the market could easily go after over time. Um, and if we throw on some other fibs, what do you think? Uh, uh, I got a funny feeling if that's the 61.8, that's probably good at 50% right in there. Um, and it'd be interesting to see where 38.2 lines up here. Oh, yeah, that 50 is right on. <laughs> okay, so there's good old 50%. That's pretty close, right? And this is just simply Mr. Gann. Mr. Gann simply says that it's only natural that markets retrace 50% of their previous move. So that's going to be in against those tails, against that peak there. I do think, though, do you notice, who's that guy, 61.8? Yeah, what do we nope call man. him? Mountain nope, Man. That's right. So Brandon Rigo, one of the best crude traders I ever knew, he just traded a 61.8. It's like the fucking wind. Um, and you can even see, do you see how 61.8 played here? You see 61.8 right there? See how it came slamming right into that level and then bounced right off it? So I wouldn't be surprised if there's some initial play against 61.8. There almost always is. Um, but if I'm actually thinking about investing in Ethereum, mind is this is going to be a long slug, but 38 point, or 38.2 right there for stop target, rally back up into reload short zones, maybe up into uh, something like that, right? There's your reload short zone. Um, maybe like last time, if we're lucky, we get a cute little M. And it actually sets up a sexy little short. Who knows? Uh, Ultimately, a drive down into a reload zone, and then probably through the fall, uh, a nice bottom, rinse and repeat, and we do the whole damn thing again.
0: (laughs) So place some some buy orders down at about .04 and just go to sleep for a while.
2: I don't mind. I mean, is it realistic? And keep in mind, that's like out in the fall. And actually what I, uh, you know, all of my new students, because we just started a whole new term, a whole new batch of students, they're just getting through eating their vegetables. Hopefully none of them blown themselves up on this kind of crazy stuff. Um, But really what I've actually told a lot of them was this is actually very normal. This is very seasonal. I can show you at least 100 different coins over the past two years, three years that we've been doing this show that all do exactly this this time of year. This is exactly when it's supposed to happen. Um, The issue here is that there are a lot of very wealthy individuals made now. And I even saw CNBC's interviewing some, like, teenager. Oh, I'm a Bitcoin millionaire. Look at me, right? I'm so smart. So we're getting lots of that kind of talk, right? Um, And the question ultimately is, can these people actually hold on to this wealth into the end of the year that's going to be a whole other conversation all the time. Mm-hmm. all right sorry didn't mean to go off on a tangent there no,
1: you're <laughs> good.
2: so if anything if i'm looking for trade location over the short term gonna be watching 38.2 you know i often talk to people uh if you are if you can't see any candle body lows you can see It actually makes sense why this candle stopped where it did here, because we had this candle tail right here. This was a battle zone previously. Can you see the battle zone? Right, back and forth. So it makes sense why the market stopped into this area. Totally makes sense. In fact, I think Bitcoin even just did this recently. Um, 38.2 is what I call my first stop target. And really, I think, actually, you know, I gave you a pessimistic sort of scenario. This could actually go two ways. We could come down to 38.2, which would clean up this froth. And then, actually, if we can put in three successive higher lows, then that actually sets up up a potential uh, trend continuation trade or my A, B equals C, D concept, and I trade a little trading model that I developed years ago called the bot, which uh, trades uh, A, B equals C, D patterns. So, you know, let's see how this goes. But really what we've got to see, to know that this froth, this frivolity, this blow-off top, this unsustainable growth, we've got to see that that, you know, with 38.2 kind of idea, It at least cleans up this insane face rip move up. You can't. This is unsustainable. It just won't last.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, So here's the bear, or excuse me, the bullish scenario. So all those that are Ethereum bulls are saying, "Hey man, screw you on the bear case. This thing's going up." Well, if you think it's going to go up, then you want to watch for this kind of behavior going forward. Really, I mean it's
1: all right sorry a lot of a lot of my my (inaudible) viewers bought at the 38.2 level there and i was like oh man you should not be buying ethereum because this is the this is the wrong time to buy it might go higher and it did go higher but again they don't know when to sell so you know they're they're like holding on thinking they're going to be millionaires right Yeah. Uh, yeah there's Ethereum, right and it just doesn't happen that way right well,
2: and and that's the interesting thing is, do is you, you notice how there's this little tail right here? So my hunch is a lot, of, you're saying that a lot of your people uh, came in on the last wave higher and participated exactly. in the market here? Yes. And they're feeling pretty good. And the interesting yes. thing is, does it make sense that the market will come down to basically their break-even level? They're mm-hmm. going to see a slight red on their screen and that's actually what's going to get them to balk. Is they're going to say, oh, fuck, I'm losing money? Get me the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. And the irony of it all is that this actually, in my opinion, is the next sort of trade buy window is right in this tail, right in here, right against these two lows right here. So isn't that a kick in the pants? Yeah. Suppose, you know, if we did, if we just looked at this range, my hunch is we could probably break this down into lower time frame. And we probably see some nice juicy price gaps in there. Uh, all right, so uh, this is 38.2 right there, right? Eh? And that's, you know, on balance. That's not a bad trade, eh? The problem is is that they didn't take profits, did they? Nobody. <laughs>
1: <didn't>. Nobody.
2: <laughs> so, uh, you know, if, you know, and anybody who's sort of watching this going, well, what, what does he mean? Why why would I be taking profits? If you're gonna play W's, the W defines the risk that you're gonna take on the trade. There's the W, right? Down, up, down, breakout. And it's no accident that markets run to two times this W. It's, it happens all the bloody time. So if anything, I might argue that this W actually pretended to this level up here. And I don't think it's an accident that the market actually failed off of this because anybody that, you know, first and foremost, this is the end of this trade. Um, and so all the this rally here, this push up here, is retail filling all the professionals' sell orders. Sure. Does that mm-hmm. make sense?
0: Yep. Makes so perfect sense. So what ends up
2: happening is… Right about you know, the time look.
0: that people out in, uh, out in the real world, as I like to call it, start asking me about Ethereum.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the point.
2: Right, is you know, if we start putting on our indicators, what do you think the odds are that this move set up a momentum divergence? I bet you pretty high. Mm -hmm. Let's go see. Survey says, Uh, Look at that fucking divergence. Right? I mean, it's as plain as day there. That's why I love using the MACD histogram, because it really shows. Um, So, the point here is this is where the pros were getting out. The people that are buying up here are actually helping to manufacture the short trade (laughs) for people. They don't even realize it, right? And in essence, you know, and I I think it's really telling that I wouldn't even be surprised if there's a lot of people that played this W. So if you do buy this in the future and you're like, well, when should I have taken profits? The key for traders is this two to one risk reward. Anytime you're better than two to one risk reward. In fact, this went all the way up to three to one, didn't it? But anytime you're above that two to one, based on the risk that you're going to have to take if you took this trade, you've got to know that the pros are ringing the friggin' register. That's That's their job as professional traders. Um, and then I find it really amusing because what I think happened here was this was the kind of thing where, okay, at okay, we'll sell a chunk at 2 to 1, take advantage of this blow-off top. and You can even see these wicks, right? This was classic, woo oh, fuck me, somebody slam me! <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and, and, but there was so much oomph behind the market that it wasn't done. It just had a shitload of momentum behind it. This move to new highs on the lower momentum and especially on OBV. Notice this cute little M up here. And do we get a little M up here in Willie? It kind of looks like. What's that, mm-hmm. Dab? Does that qualify Is for that? Dab-
1: it? It's not quite of a Dab, oh no.
2: Not quite, but it's close to an mm-hmm. M in OBV and an M in Williams percentage R, which uh, gets our, uh, our uh, uh, what, what did you call him, an ombre? Gringo <laughs> oh,
1: <boy.
0: laughs>
2: Gauch- uh, That's, right. that's, a, that's like
0: a, a okay. Spanish cowboy or something, right? him <laughs> so, wasos
1: here,
2: and I think what happened was right the pros they sold half on this objective And then I think what they did was they said okay We'll just let market structure dictate where we lose the other half and so can you see now, the market basically set up a nice juicy M off of here, all right? And then notice what happened. And maybe they even uh, had it off of this one. I don't know. That's it. actually, you know what? It might have even been off of that low. Notice how that tail there, they didn't go and take it out there, right? So actually, that, that makes a lot of sense. And then notice, boom, break the lows. This gets all the, you know, stop loss orders, trips all them up. This counter trend rally... Uh, this, I think, was probably a trade location for a lot of, you know, shark traders. Because notice what would watch what happens when we go like this. We're gonna spend the whole episode just on Ethereum, man. Eh?
0: Bitcoin, yep, we the an, fuck is cross there, and then.
2: <laughs> Do you guys notice how this just so happened to be? Look at that beautiful counter turn rally yep, right before Right, So I wouldn't be surprised if there are a lot of traders that when they see the market structure fail, right? There's the market structure fail. The rule is, and actually this is what we like to call our little shark setup, is uh, let the market put in a market structure failure, then 78.6 hit that bitch. And look at that. If you had your open order sitting at 78.6, that would have just been a fucking monster trade. (laughs) Wouldn't that? What do you think? That would have been a wicked short you certainly look support. like a genius. Excuse me, swearing up a storm. If you start hearing <laughs> me uh, swearing, then you know it's probably a pretty something significant. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, so that's sort of what I think is going on with Ethereum right now. Uh, interesting how it's left a little gap here, V bottom. We just had a massive market structure failure. I don't think I would even think about touching this until... We get back down into 38.2. We wash out Dab's friends. Um, see if we can run some stops in here, and then start hunting for our next W. Right? If you're like an hourly chart, four-hour chart trader, you're you know you're probably your next 24 hours is going to look something like. Uh, mind you, it goes like this. Then you know, swims, and then we are either going to break back up, which might set up a long trade there, or we fail, and it's continuation, which would be a bearish bot down into the ROZ. Okay, sure. Hope that helps. Well, man, I went on <laughs> and on and on there, didn't
0: I? No, I this is very, very
1: interesting. Thing. It's good stuff. Okay, uh, what do we, do we do to next? want to do? We
0: the wheel. I got, I got a wheel over here. Should we wheel it up?
1: All right. Yeah. I, I feel Actually, naked without Alex for some reason. That, before we do
2: that, let's just give a quick commentary on the weekly Bitcoin chart. Sure. Um, I don't think we do crypto justice if we don't talk about Bitcoin for a bit. Bitcoin tastes great.
1: That's right. Um,
2: so, and the cool part about working with weekly charts is that they don't change a heck of a lot from week to week. But I, you know, we did notice that we broke up through the top of the arc, going parabolic. And I think, if anything, the icing on the cake of that parabolic move was, oh, I bought a shitload of Bitcoins, look at my chick with big boobs bouncing up and down. (laughs) Um, I think that sort of was the classic sort of the public is participating. We're getting a lot of that kind of chatter. I noticed even last night people were starting to get all rah-rah Bitcoin again, which I think was maybe just a little too much, too far, too fast. I did notice, though, which I found really interesting, is on the subsequent dump, and that was last Monday, which is, I guess, like a week and two days ago. You know, Bitcoin land is fucking forever. Um, But last Monday, I actually noticed within sort of our new trader community a bit of of, um, despair, like, oh, maybe I should just get out. I actually heard a couple of people say that, and I was like, wow, isn't that incredible how quickly people send them that changes?
1: Yeah.
2: I think on balance, and and if anything, I think it was that despair, sort of, oh, it's done, which sadly laid the, the groundwork for the counter rally, which is a shame, but that's the way markets go. Yeah. Um, I don't think that this move, just like Ethereum, I don't think this is healthy Until we can come back to this 38.2 and what I'm worried about is that markets when they correct they have to do sort of a A, B, C, D kind of pattern. For uh, Elliott waivers, right, this actually becomes a reversal point after the second um, leg lower. So we've had the first leg lower, we've bounced back and you'll notice, do you see how this wick, right, by a shitload of Bitcoins, is it basically the same as this wick up here. Um, and I noticed that that's basically when the market started to fail. And then that's almost the moment that all of this Ethereum shit started to hit the fan and all that kind of stuff. Now, the one sort of caveat to all of this that's that's leaving me a bit perplexed at the moment. Maybe this will get resolved shortly, I don't know. But uh, our old buddy Simon did um, I guess I did Simon. I, I when we did the interview, we did it on Alex's show. He interviewed uh, the Bank to the Future guy, Simon. I can't never remember his last name. Dixon. Dixon. Thank you very much. Um, and he's over in China right now. I think they just finished, but he like literally did like a Bitcoin sales pitch roadshow throughout China over the past week or two. Interesting. And I noticed mm-hmm. when I look at China. Um, You know, there's sort of a, you know, this is that I love to follow this. This is my hedging uh, plan that I talk about on the site. Um, But I notice when I look at China, for example, where's the dump? Do you see the dump that happened in the States and on stamp and stuff? Nothing's moved here, which I find really perplexing, right? And when we look at... um, where is this? Is okay coin Cash? It's not really doing a hell of a lot. And actually, I did a video recently, and I put a chart out saying uh, you want to see a whole bunch of Bitcoiners all have a um, a um, a happy ending. We'll leave it at that. All at once.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I did a head and shoulders chart. No, I think I'll right pass down. on that one. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that tweet? No. Oh, okay. I don't know, but anyway. So the point is, is that uh, this was a confirmation of a head and shoulders pattern, and I, I find it interesting that in China, I mean, technically internally, this looks it looks ugly, but if a market can't go down when technically this looks ugly, this will you know momentum will play itself out. So China, if anything, if the if the market really is in trouble, we should see China break here. Um, I've put on here, just off of this low back up to this high, this is a 50% rule, this line right here. And what I did notice about that, and that's a very normal healthy retracement, like we've talked about about WDGAN. Um, And what I did notice is uh, if we do tag that 50% level, this low will still be valid, and that means that this head and shoulders will still be valid, so we might have one of these kind of crazy ass tails in China that just comes zing, zing. I mean, it's just pure speculation. I will absolutely say, and I'll agree with my community, I know one guy in particular is just like, what the fuck, no, look at this! <laughs> right? It's not technically healthy here whatsoever. Internally, there's, there's problems here. And if anything, what we need is we need the market to just settle in against the puck, if you're a bull, just to settle in the park and just take some time and clean up this technical picture. It's a bit ugly right now. Um, and if we look at, uh, like I said, the Western exchanges, we can see that, you know, you know uh, this is an RSI study, for example. If you ever see little M's and W's in the RSI, extremely powerful pivot signals. So on the four-hour chart, we did get a pivot through a reload short zone. What a shock. Um, And I can understand some traders that are you know taking shots off of this level up here But I'm still thinking that this head and shoulders is still trying to work. Uh, Maybe call me an optimist. I don't know Uh, It's interesting we had overnight uh, bullish bot setups uh, Set up off of that, but we ran up to stop to break even levels and you'll notice that we have this bearish channel and we just literally put in a nice double top fail right off of that channel. So uh, the bot is stopped out at scratch and I had bot setups working on things like Ethereum, or no, ETC, beg your pardon, ETC, um, and those setups got stopped out at scratch. So there was a lot of technical damage done on the Western exchanges, but what I find really interesting is I don't see that technical damage now. Maybe as I'm talking about, they'll fucking just rip this thing a new asshole. I don't know, um, but uh, and it is looking heavy. Don't get me wrong. I was just a little surprised that we just were not seeing the intense selling out of Asia. This seems to be very Western um, oriented for that. If that's a trend. how many
0: of these uh, these presentations has Simon been giving.
2: They've been uh, the roadshow is all over the place. He had, some, I mean, I can't well, there even. There of the city.
0: He successfully you know. convinced the entirety of China to to hodel.
2: Well, you know, that was a joke, by the way. Exactly <laughs> is supposed to happen, right? So, um, you know, if anything, if you're going, you know, keep in mind he's a he's a private equity uh, fundraiser, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, if you're going to go out and raise. Uh, uh, public, uh, well, private equity. When best to do it, you know the old saying, right? Um, make hay while the sun's shining, right? Strike <laughs> while the iron's on. right? All that kind of shit. So he's just, he's, he's a, in essence, you could argue, he's a professional salesman. This is a, this is a seller's market. Uh, so you know, you, I think you got to commend the guy. Uh, and me personally, I think he fucking saved Bitcoin uh, through his group saving Phoenix. I don't think enough of the public acknowledges it, the the role that he played.
0: That's probably Uh, fair.
2: But, uh, you know, that's the irony of history, is that it'll probably just go down as a very minor footnote. But I think he really saved the story, because this this could have very easily gone like Gox in another two or three years of mess. I find it interesting, too, that a recent top here, Mr. Karpelis bug came back in the news, eh? <laughs> and literally, as soon as the day that he came back into the news, the price stopped on a dime.
0: <laughs> what, why is he back in the news? I didn't catch that.
2: Uh, I think that there's a certain magic number that if Bitcoin hits that number, the Gox settlements oh. can all be cleaned up. I seem to recall, and I find it interesting that it's right around our little old lady cell level, it seems to be around this $2,500 level that okay. um, they can settle up all the Gox claims um, and uh, and just basically, you know, in bankruptcy court uh, in okay. Japan okay. at that level. So. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe I did
0: realize- not know that that crazy. was still, like, a, a possibility. <laughs> I thought that was over and done with.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, if anything, you know, I don't think uh, he, the guy has actually had a public forum to make his case. Um, so, Mr. Caprellus, if you're out there and you're watching this, who knows, You might be, you might, uh, I don't know. Uh, you got an open invitation if you want to come on this show and make your case why people shouldn't think of you as the worst villain in Bitcoin history. Then uh, please do so.
1: <laughs> That's an invitation from me. <laughs> Come on, magical talks. Good luck with that. <laughs> so.
2: Okay, I apologize. I just wanted to throw my two cents in about Bitcoin. Um, I did. I have been lightening up here a bit on the portfolio, and I do really like the idea. Uh, if we dip down below two thousand bucks, I'll probably go buy those coins back. Uh, in the short term, and that's kind of what I'm looking for into the end of uh, uh, June, beginning of July. May, it might have to play on through to August, but I'm actually thinking sorry, I'm going on here again. But I actually posted this in the lounge today in our site, and I really like this idea. In a weird sort of way, all this Ethereum bullshit is actually good for Bitcoin because if this plays out well. Everybody's going to be focused on Ethereum and Bitcoin can quietly go through its transition. Sure. Right? I heard the other day we got like 80% acceptance for SegWit, some sort of form of that. So if we can just get through this transition seamlessly and even maybe just spend a month consolidating here and people are bitching and moaning about Ethereum and whatever scandal. Then that actually, in my opinion, sets the stage for a serious rally into the end of this fear cycle. I mean, call me crazy, but I thought it was interesting. I did a study, uh, I was just playing around on the site with members today. A newest member, real interesting guy, Nico, um, he and I seem to have some really interesting conversations. I did a, um, a comparison of the uh, the Silk Road uh, bubble, the Gox bubble, and our current bubble. And I found it really interesting that if we actually compare the magnitudes of the bulls, we're not actually, even though price seems exorbitantly high here, we're not actually percentage-wise even at the Gox bubble level or mm. even close to the Silk Road bubble level. Mm. But what's interesting here is the duration of these news this the duration of this rally from last peak to this current peak is much much bigger than the previous ones. So if this is the case then
0: The duration is the, the time from the
2: past one.
1: Sorry, right?
0: I'm sorry to cut, I'm sorry to cut you off, Brian. Go ahead. What was the question? <laughs> no, I was asking the duration signifies what like what what is the this is the duration
2: from here. This rally, the uh, Silk Road bubble, there's a 233 bars. That's a daily chart. Mm-hmm. And this was the uh, Gox bubble from the beginning of it, all through its base to its ultimate Okay, I get
0: what you're saying.
2: Okay. And what's interesting is the duration of these rallies was very similar. But we've gone much, 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 much beyond that. And yet, ironically, in magnitude, this rally is nothing in comparison to these. So you know what that means to me?
0: That Bitcoin really isn't as
2: volatile as people think?
1: (laughs) (laughs) What it means to me is by the
2: end of this move, this should look something like that. Oh crap yeah holy crap is right this is a this base has taken a long time to form and i don't think people appreciate um how uh powerful this base is you know it's funny we had a lot of these shit coins and stuff that went sideways for the longest time um and um i would be in the lounge the longer the base the bigger the run you could argue that this is a hell of a long channel, and we're breaking out through the top here. I don't think it's in people's best interest to be in too big of a hurry to quote-unquote call a top. And it's interesting, if we look at this, this uh, rally, the uh, Silk Road, you see how we have these checks along the way. I kind of think that's what we're going through right now. Do you see the similarity here? Right, so that actually means we're sort of like right there, if this was the Silk Road Mm -hmm. Rally, or if we look at the Gox Rally, maybe we're like right here. I think that there's—I call me crazy, but my hunch is—you're crazy. This is the fear cycle peak. This is when things are supposed to be go absolutely insane. Everybody, do yourself a favor, and go look at your 1980 gold chart, and. Compare how that did with what's going on right now. This actually isn't the time of year for the peak and Also too, 2013 rally rallied into December that 1980 gold cycle peak it rallied into December and then January 1st. That was the end of the rally Um, And I get the feeling that's my hunch for whatever it's worth That that's what's going to happen this cycle, too i mean man i i tell you when i looked at this and i saw these percentages i was shocked because really we haven't done that much
1: here Mm -hmm. i will be shocked shocked if that happens well i I think we all will
2: yeah i mean the irony of it all six months ago everybody would have been no way it's going to two, three, three. remember we did our funny little uh, yeah we uh, i
0: when you you called it i think you know you were talking about um just kind of the I think the parking garage kind of stuff where yeah. it was
2: the Toshi's apartment and all that. Yeah, house.
0: and and, uh, and I was going, there's no I, I was thinking to myself, I mean, I understand what Brian's saying, but there's no way we're gonna get above, you know, 3,000, 3,500, like that's that's a pipe dream. Yeah. And uh yeah,
2: so it's,
1: our, uh, our it's last pretty group, realistic now. So
2: remember we did those triangles, right? And I thought it was interesting if we use the same magnitude as the Gox Rally, that takes us up into 4,000 area. I think that that's that's not unrealistic, but I got a funny feeling, and if anything, it'd be really cool uh, in January, February, because I plan to travel the world and simply visit all these people that I've educated over the past two or three years. But I got a funny feeling that this thing wants, like, it's going to be one of these things. I remember the NASDAQ, it crossed 5,000 in uh, in late 99, early 2000, and it was the Y2K boom. Everybody was going out and buying new computers because they thought their old computers were going to be worthless. <laughs> uh, just a massive orgy of buying um, into that cycle peak. And what was really interesting was the question at that point was um, when was the NASDAQ going to be worth more than the Dow? It wasn't really a question of if, it was just a question of when. So I wonder if that's how this has to actually finish. I don't know whether we use the Dow or whether we use some other measure, but it's going to be some crazy measure that nobody's expecting. Um, Anyway. I, I got. It. We're heading into the. I mean, this is this is it. I've been. This is 17 and a half years in the making. Get ready, guys. This is this is. I mean, we're going through it now, so don't get ready. Be ready. Yes.
0: Be, you guys. are currently experiencing this. I got like
2: 11 doubles off yesterday. I mean, the market is going nuts. This is it, right? So make sure to just take advantage of it. And like I said, I'm feeling like the next six months should, I think, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say, you know, get through the end of uh, June, July, uh, or end of June, beginning of July, and I'm feeling like we could start face ripping higher again. Anyway, okay, I've talked way too much here, I'm really sorry, guys.
1: No problem. No,
2: you're,
0: you're here for. I'm just reveling in this. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I know, I know.
1: Well, I hope you come and visit me in Chile for one time, right, if you're going on that tour. Absolutely.
2: I don't see hey, I, you know, I, it, I know. It's so uh, i I know. It's so cool. Like I actually took a, a, a Google Earth the other day, and I just started putting, like, pin marks of where I've got to go. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, man, this is going to be one hell
1: of an adventure.
2: <laughs>
1: so well, if yeah you're in the minimum, a lot of fun. me up brand
2: uh yeah and of course uh in fact i used to live down in the caribbean and it's so funny how would i have any association with milwaukee well when i lived in and the I, caribbean everybody drank old milwaukee
0: ah uh, there you go it's a loose association <laughs> it's an association nonetheless
2: All right so, uh, <laughs> i i like it we used to always say old milwaukee the only beer that calls the virgin islands home <laughs> <What>? <laughs> did you know that old milwaukee calls the virgin islands home i don't know whether you know that i
0: not. did not, not but if you either. guys get a chance look up some of the will ferrell old milwaukee commercials they're amazing yeah i'm good will yeah, ferrell I'm from good. saturday night Live. all right do we want to hit um, this
2: wheel here before i talk yeah let's
0: let's go to the wheel of death here uh, i've got it on my end one are you guys here. watching
2: the YouTube uh, chat? Uh, what did, What are they thinking? Is anybody? Yeah, the chat complained? is
0: very active here. Um, if is you guys can see. Um, not a lot of complaining, no, actually. Oh, okay. uh, everybody is okay, what should we look at? doing fairly well. Let's take a look at the wheel here. Um, Somebody in the chat, we decided um, since we already did Ethereum, if the wheel lands on Ethereum, we're going to do Club. Which I oh. have no idea what the hell club is, but. Uh, okay. Cool.
2: Sounds
1: like a plan.
0: hit, hit me. Pivx, pivx, pivx.
1: some of that, that.
0: I believe is an Ethereum token. Am I correct on that?
2: I thought it was the Dash spinoff or something, isn't it? Oh. I am not sure. This is where we need Alex.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah we need we need Alex, Alex fundamentals.
1: Alex, Alex, where you at? <laughs>
0: All right, guys, um, uh, guys, folks in the chat, give us everything you know about Pivx and.
2: I thought I remember this. Sense, if, uh, it was a. Uh, I know a bunch of my site members made a. Okay, it is not an Ethereum token. token. No, I thought it was part of the Dash story.
0: Yeah, someone said Dash. Clone. Dash
2: clone. It was uh, It was like. Oh, it was no like this, the hard fork of Dash, and there's something special about this thing. It was like special voting or something like that. Um, and I remember in the spring, you know, I remember a lot of uh, a lot of uh, site members did really really well on this thing um I do remember one gentleman um I actually remember he said that it, oh, I just cashed everything out and I can't remember where But if anything, I think this is a really good example where it's really dangerous to just you know Like this top here say that's it. I'm selling everything get me out. You just never know. You know, if you want to sell half on a double, sell half on a triple, whatever. I just, you know, it's a good idea to keep spoon feeding the market as it goes higher. But try to keep some on the books, because you just never know what the hell's gonna happen in this game. Um, if anything, when I look at a chart like this is this is this is kind of like, you know, Ethereum was like right here, and we see this. It's like none of this is any new. Um one might argue that maybe ethereum is going through this phase right now right as it's just coming off its top um Buzz, if we just do some really really simple levels yeah, probably talking something along those lines if anything what we really ought to do is go back here can you guys see where you're supposed to be along this thing all right there and then also look at this cute little W inside the W. Love those, mm-hmm. right? And um, we like to uh, been really popular on our site lately. We have just this setup. We like to call the shark. But just all you're gonna do is you're just gonna hunt market structure, and if you get, especially if you get like a W inside a W, that's just awesome. But uh, in this case, you could use this wide structure, the big rally. Don't chase it, but work your bid to buy at the 78.6. Right? And do you see how that would have uh, got you long right here? Yep. Not a bad trade location, man. Eh? Took a bit. No, of, I
0: was going to say, not too shabby.
2: Right? And you took a bit of heat, then it sprang back. Whew, I'm not dead yet. Then up, oh, I'm feeling pretty good and then. Oh, just back to your entry. Oh, I'm feeling pretty good. In fact, you might have. That's uh, 765. Yep, do you see that? So, Oh, so close. Maybe not. Uh, where the hell is that? I guess that's there. Well, we'll say 800. So it didn't quite give you a double. I guess your double came in up there. But uh, you're feeling pretty good. Oh, I'm going to book a double. Look at me, I'm so smart. Oh, shit. Ah, oh, this Brian guy sucks, man. I want my money back. Oh, are you kidding? I'm to sue this guy. Oh, <laughs> no.
1: oh, okay. Well, maybe he's not so bad.
2: Uh, I'll, will i put the lawyer on hold for a bit. Oh, fucking it.
1: Hey. Oh,
2: hey, I got Phil done sold that for double. Hey, this guy isn't so bad. Maybe he does know what he's talking about. <laughs> okay. And then you know, as we work our way higher, right? More selling, more selling, more selling. More selling, more selling, more selling, more selling, right? No, like, this one coin will make you rich, right?
0: That's nuts. A 67 bucks. Real.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh, If anything, what I would say here is this isn't a bad anecdote that at some point, you know, especially if you get yourself on a free position, right? Basically, you've established a risk-free position right there. So... You know, what you do with the rest of your coins at this point, that's entirely up to you. Maybe you sell half on a, a, a double. Maybe you sell a quarter on a, a quadruple. Maybe you sell one-tenth on a 10X. I don't know. I don't care. Really, the only thing that matters is what works for you. What can you live with? What can you do on a regular basis without you losing sleep at night? And will you do what you said you're going to do? That's the only way you can value yourself as a quote-unquote trader. Do you actually going to do what you said you're going to do? Grammatically, that's horrific. (laughs) (laughs) But this isn't English class. This is trading class. (laughs) Anyway, Brian's a nut. You know, actually looking at this, this is kind of worrisome you see how, you know, if and when this story does fall apart? There's some serious holes in here. There's a hole right there. And there's holes right there. Now, let's uh, zoom out and see where that comes up. Oh, boy, you can't even see those levels. So, you know, let's hope, 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 whatever this sort of big selling feature is that started this off, that story doesn't dissipate and go away. If it does, you know exactly where it's going back to, right? You can't even see the levels, but you know where they are. And you all have the skill to be able to go out and find them. If you wanna work some stink bids against these lows, I don't have a problem with that. I doubt you're gonna get filled anytime soon, but you know that's where the bottom is. Uh, in the short term, If anything, you have to be pleased that this trend line is so steep. And, yeah, if anything, I love when I see this. Can you see the market structure that developed off of this trend line being recaptured here? There's a hell of a battle here. Battle, 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 battle. Right? And the bulls won. You also notice, too, you know, here's another gap right at that battle level. So, you know, if you did want to participate in this uh, coin right here, if I wanted to participate in it, I would go in and throw my bid right at the line in the sand. And gee whiz, what a coincidence. Line in the sand lines up nicely mm-hmm. with that cap. Do you think that's an accident? I don't. But you can see right where you should sort of be playing
1: this. All right. Yeah. I already got a double on that from buying it. That line right. In the
2: sand. So uh, I did like this bottom, and I did like this jump up, and if we consolidate it in here nicely, what might that portend if we think that this thing might be bottoming? That's kind of a weird statement I said, so I'll try that again. Um, Does it make sense that if this thing is going to bottom, that that's not a bad area for us to be thinking about a bottom? makes sense hopefully it does i okay. think so mm-hmm.
0: i still can't and justify uh, buying it so high but
2: <laughs> if we go like that and we go like that i guess we would say our reload long 61.8 right Put it right in there And I remember I sort of was chatting in the lounge with my members the other day. I said Like if you're a cheap ass like me Not a bad idea to throw a stink bid in against this tail Um, And that would also be against the 200 period moving average would which would be a line in the sand on a line in the sand Not a bad level there but if you're kind of like Jones and to do a trade you see how uh if we zoom down to say like a one hour chart, good some of our community they just want to trade, right? Right, I want to trade. Let's trade, I wanna find something to trade, man. Um we can go boobity boop. And go boobity boop. So can you see how we corrected at least 33%, but no more than 66%, which if this is a trending market and a trending market state, we should create a little box setup here. And I noticed, uh, you know, having fun trading in the market, trading levels, uh, trading setups, I noticed that this setup, you notice the double bottom down, up, down, and then the cute little double bottom in here. You see how it came in and all fired off of this bot level here. Uh And actually the market was running up here and I didn't want to chase it. So I actually just went and threw the stink bids. Um, I think I did it against like this low here. And so I picked this trade up here. I'll risk, you know, we got one kilo, actually now we got one kilo, two kilos, three kilos, four kilos, five kilos, six kilos to defend our trade. So if the market loses this, I'll walk away from our little bot here. You can see the market almost made it to stop to break even, not quite. So we're still sort of sitting in a position where we could realistically take a loss on the trade. If we hit this level here, then I'll move my stop to scratch and I'll just walk away if it breaks down. ETC just recently did that. It ran up, hit stop to break even level, then came back to the entry and we walked away. Uh, but ultimately on this BIBX, I'm kind of thinking up into this area. right? It's a cute little bot, little setup there. So, a um, little day trade kind of idea I took recently. Right some on. If awesome. this. All right, pardon me? Sorry?
0: What's up? I said some people in the chat will be happy to hear that.
2: Okay, Um, you're more than welcome. It's just sitting right at the bottom level. You're more than welcome to join me. I'm just trading this bottom here. If this bottom fails, I'm gone. Simple as that. Oogie doogie.
0: Let's get to the next
2: wheel candidate. I should have put some yeah. indicators on here. Let's see what they look like. Oh, it's a cell. Oh, it's a cell. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, they don't look bad. All right. um, nice little double bottom there in MACD, so that's encouraging. And uh, Willie's pointing up right now. Oh, look at that. Nice little bottom in OBD. Here. Uh, so it looks okay. Somebody in my lounge today was like, oh, it's come through your stop level, Brian, your toast. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, I'm driving crazy. <laughs> All right, who's next? What's next?
0: All right, let's <laughs> do this. All right, so PIVX was the last one. No. Here we go. And Zcash. ZEC
2: z e c push
1: you
2: know i hate to say this right um what are we supposed to start thinking if we ever see mr market starting to smile at us
1: that's gonna help well more
2: like those sons of bitches, institutions, whales are getting ready to take your money away from me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Sucks. Uh, that's not a good sign. And especially here, do you notice we also have a little M within the big M. Uh-huh. So, gee whiz, there is a hell of a brick wall up here now. Uh, I don't know what this level is here off the higher time frames, but there's a shitload of resistance up there now. Uh, let's go... I do like the short-term momentum push here. That's cute. But that's probably just purely a playoff of this range here. If anything, this is another shark. Jeez, these damn sharks are all over the place. Uh, Can you see, you know, the M and then 78.6 counter trend rally is a short trade location. Where's that? Uh, That's right up there. Douche, 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 I'm
0: assuming we're, at, we're close to all-time high here, right? This has know. been this has shot up.
2: So 0.1601 uh, is 78.6 roughly, maybe as high as 0. 0.161. 1.1617, 1. well, you see the level there, right? Which is just going to be up against that there. That would be a shark trade. So keep an eye out for that setup. Um, all right. So to Will's point, uh, do we go? let's move on drawing tools. Yeah, there we go. Let's go daily. Bush, what do we got?
0: Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was way up there. Okay. Oh, maybe that was just one of, uh, one of our Bittrex friends. You know how in right. a, a market's always listed on Bittrex. It starts out. Extremely high.
2: Uh, Don't you remember this one? Isn't this the one where that crazy bot was let loose or something? What's
0: the high there? Hover hover that once.
2: 240. (laughs) Insane. (laughs) I seem to remember. Don't you remember one of these Z-count coins came out and a bot went absolutely crazy? And some kid, it turns out, he had just said, I'll go loose, and it went nuts. No, no, I don't know. I think really on balance can you see the head and shoulders pattern here Sort it looks like this uh, douche 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 douche
1: douche sort of
2: it's not really the best Do something like that really i don't know whether the shoulders there or something like that right can you sort of see the head and shoulders e type action here i don't know maybe you can maybe you can't it'd be tough yeah it is sort of very fractally in nature right and i suppose uh if we uh do something like this you can sort of see the w right especially through here right boom uh, boom boom boom, up, right? uh, so i and i think I, i've got a whack of various ones of these coins um XVC and ZEC, there's a whole bunch of them, right? That are all sort of somewhat related. So I think that on balance, looking for uppy here, I think that makes perfect sense. Um, can you? And we also like to call this like a saucer bottom. Can you see the saucer? Oops, saucer all right. nature of this, right? Sort of like that. But the problem here is, is this a good place to buy this kind of name? I don't think so. Because if you want to participate, you know, do your reload zones. Um, you know, you can, I, I like Mountain Man. I know line in the Sand that is, you know, just super sexy trade location. But even if we just simply do something like that, then uh, buying just simply represents buying against these lows. Which I think on balance is probably not a bad area to be thinking about shopping in a name like this. I certainly can't justify spending up here. Uh, Would you call that a Davo, Davo?
1: No, not really, but yeah. Uh, Well, you got an M there in OBV, sort of
2: an M there in Willie. Um, So anyway, you shake it, both price momentum and volume momentum are not happy um and you know given everything that's going on in crypto right now maybe a couple of weeks of some serious FUD, let's get some real serious uncertainty into this space again right really clean up the weak hands get your bids working down in reload zones and you might actually get some nice gifts here. uh that's sort of what i'm seeing there cool let's
0: uh let's get one more in sound good well, maybe we have time. Sure, I don't know.
2: Do you think we're doing a half decent job?
0: I think so.
1: All
0: right. Let's see here. We just don't have Alex for the usual uh, fundamental talk. Yeah. that's a problem
2: Let's with see. me. I just look at. I mean, it.
0: I you know I, I could start chiming in about programming if you guys want, but I don't want to put everybody to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Yeah,
2: but just tell us how rich he is. Just sit there. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. little Gaucho? What do we call you? A gaucho?
1: Uh, No, a wasso. A wasso? A wasso. 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 All
2: right. Doesn't it look like a total, like, little estate? (laughs) (laughs) baron?
0: All right, we got XRP.
2: XRP. That sounds like Ripple. The old Ripple. Ripple. All right. This, is funny this story keeps working over time. I remember there was so long you couldn't fucking give this thing away.
1: I know. You
2: just, you literally couldn't give it away. It was like
1: Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Look at that. I mean, look at that. They're buying. That moves, eh? Look at that. Fuck you.
2: Um, I think I bought a whack of it in this area here. So as we've been moving higher, every time it doubles, I let some more go. Mm -hmm. You know, and really, does it kind of make sense? Like, if you think about this from a risk-reward perspective, to me, this almost basically looks like a coin toss. You could head all the way back down there, or you can head all the way up there, right? And really, you know, uh, unless you're a fortune teller, well, I couldn't tell you which way that's going to go. It's either going to totally crap out uh, right back down to the lows, or it's going to crank right back up and eat these wicks. Total coin toss. And if anything, this is the shitty part about being a technical analyst: is um, people, you know, and I suppose even you know to a certain degree on this show, people just assume that you know they ask me, Brian, where's something going to go? Where's it going to go? Where's it going to go? Right? Mm-hmm. Like somehow I know the future.
0: Right, we, we have really a user in our that. chat that's been commenting like that tonight during the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been kind of just giggling.
2: All I, yeah, bit. I learned. That's not learned. really the job of a trader, right? And uh, that's all, And that's a big reason why a lot of traders, prop traders. And now it's a few years ago, so I'm getting a bit detached from it. But that's how. Pro, that's why prop traders don't like dealing with the public. And a lot of my prop trading guys were like, "You're nuts! What you're doing? What are you crazy?" Because the, the public just doesn't understand what a trader's life is all about. I'm not here to tell you this is definitely going up, this is definitely going down. That's not what a trader's life is. I'm going to highlight where I have seen in the past makes half-decent trade location. I'm going to highlight things like structure and signs of divergence and you know momentum indication to try and help us understand. And if and when all of those things align that creates what we call setups and really a trader's job is just to take the setups um so when somebody asks me what's gonna happen with something like this i hate to say it guys but the honest answer is i haven't got a fucking clue i i could tell you that i think that if i wanted to be a buyer i can justify hunting this zone And we've seen, in fact, I uh, think I just showed you a chart, remember that Ethereum, same thing, where it loves to bounce against mountain man levels. Um, But ultimately, Ethereum had its counter trend rally, but then had to work its way right back down and ultimately put in its W um, off of the 78.6. That's what I think the end story of something like this is, unless they can take these highs out. I think if anything, the market right now is in a ping pong match and um, I say, I love to do the, you know, cat gif, the, you know, the ping pong gifts, the cat. Oh yeah. The cat. <laughs> so my hunch is that we're probably playing ping pong between these two boxes, probably for the next while. Um, I suppose you could do things like draw just simple trend lines give you a sort of a a conceptual idea of what maybe the timetable is. So I could see very easily that this plays sort of right in through that kind of thing. And my hunch is your trade's probably ultimately going to develop off of this trend line. Uh, Momentum-wise, eh, nothing to really write home about. This isn't a very solid bottom. My hunch is this low will need to be tested nice to see the buyers are trying to come back. We'd really like to see the volume like really break out here and send that OBB to new highs. But you got a cute little W there, and that sort of corresponds with that W in price. Um, if I wanted to be a buyer here, trying to play this short-term pattern, and maybe a bot set up to take us to new highs, um, I could maybe see something like that, but you know, trend continuation setups, you know, like ETC, for example, of all my site people, they watch me get stopped out at scratch. And I'm, I don't, you know, the old saying, right? How does it go? Trade it, don't fall in love with it. Love, yeah. right? Maybe something that rhymes with trade a little bit better. <laughs> anyway, the the expression is trade it, don't date it. Right? Have you ever heard that expression? Yeah. Maybe yes, maybe not. So um, I'm more than happy to take a trade, entertain a bot, but if the levels are busted, I am so gone. Um, I don't fall in love with any of this stuff. So um, I suppose bot levels, maybe something along these lines. You know, make that a little thicker. Yeah, there you can. Um, I think it's backwards. Boom. All right, here we go. So I kind of like the PIVX. If you're looking for action, notice how we have this nice railroad track reversals right off the 25 level. So my hunch, actually, you know, this looks a lot like uh, Bella. We've got a uh, a bot set up working on Bella right now that looks very similar to this. If you were a bit of a gunslinger, I could see maybe taking a shot off of this double bottom, risking against these lows. Anticipating that this bot level gets tripped up and the bot becomes alive, and then trading for that three to one uh, risk reward. That's a bit aggressive, uh, but really, you know, the risk reward on the trade's not bad. Uh, we could go boobity boop, say they play the double bottom, you're going to risk against that low, and your target is the uh, bot target. So that sets up a 5.262 risk reward. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. I take it, mm-hmm. you know. Well, but that's the key, right? Is that you know, just like I said with ETC, you got mm-hmm. to trade this do. shit, and if this fails, you just got to walk, right?
1: And you got to be willing to take a thirty-one percent loss on whatever you've got.
2: Uh, if that's thirty-one percent of that level, yeah. So um, no doubt about it, uh, and that's a perfectly good observation, Dave. If anything, what I would suggest is you probably uh, want to go over to something like uh, BitMEX and consider the uh, the futures contracts, mm-hmm. right? Where it's not a percentage gain, um, it's, it's just like a raw sort of contract value, right?
1: Yeah.
2: So that might be uh, one alternative. But yeah, that's a perfectly valid point, right? That's like 30% of your capital right there. No doubt about it. In fact, you know, we often talk about Joe Sixpack, right? This would probably be a perfect example of Joe Sixpack, where you're just going to set up whatever, if you did decide to take the bot level, that if this gets stopped out, that's 50% of your capital. All right? That's
1: basically what Joe Sixpack would do, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Does that make sense, Dave.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I wouldn't make this trade at that, that percentage. <laughs> I never said whether
2: uh, you, you would take the setup. We were just talking uh, numbers there, that's all. <laughs> mm-hmm. But having said that, Dav has made the call. Fuck you, bot. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: that's a huge loss, man. That's huge.
2: Well, the numbers are numbers, right? It doesn't really matter. What's more important is the risk-reward. That's all I care. Right, you got to yeah. frame the amount of money that you put into work here. Uh, bot the bot doesn't give a shit about numbers. All it's talking about is percentages. Um, yeah, you'd have to frame the size of the trade to make it appropriate. Exactly. But it's interesting. I mean, uh, is this a value play, little old lady? Just throw five, buy five percent at this level, throw it in your portfolio, and forget about it. Nah, I don't think so. I think if you're going to take this, it's a trader's trade, and if this thing fails, you just got to get the fuck out.
0: Good deal.
1: Uh, well, On
0: to
1: the next one. I didn't
0: mean, I didn't mean <laughs> an actual good deal. I just meant good uh, deal.
1: If you're, going leverage, leverage. If, you're if you're going leverage, right, yeah, 10 to 1, it's only 3% loss. So then there you go.
2: Yeah, I, and that's the irony with bots is sometimes I see them work, sometimes I see them not work, and really at three to one, you only have to be right 30% of the time to be a scratch trader.
0: Um, I guess 30% hey Up next is NAV. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, there
2: a NAV. Wheel. Actually, I saw quite a few people ask about that, didn't they? NAV. All right, let's see what we got here. Oh, boy. Oh, God. No, I can't touch this.
1: Can't touch this. <laughs>
2: uh, you know, um, I actually ask a lot of my new site members. This is a really easy way to keep yourself out of trouble. If you are going to go and find some place to risk your kiss, I don't know. Maybe you get fucking just handed. Yeah, I admit, Dev, have you got a money tree in your backyard? Some, you know, uh, some people just get handed money in life, but other people. Like me and and I definitely know you will. You fucking work your ass to the bone
1: for your money. I earned these bags.
2: Right. So the point here is, I don't understand why we humans we're just so willy-nilly casual about spending money in the marketplace on our investments. And when I tell my level oneers, very first thing. Because uh, all of them are like, oh, we want to go to this candy store. We want to do charts. Come on, come on, come on, let's go. I want to trade, want to trade. And the very first exercise I have them do is okay, look, it, you're all gung ho. Go and find me some weekly W's. If you can find me weekly W's, then at least we're getting in at the beginning of the story, not the end. And also, too, we can frame the risk that we're going to take on the trade. If I go and buy this asset right here, where the hell do I have to risk to? Well, I mean, even the previous key low is down here. Now, this is where trading gets really difficult for new people. That's the kind of risk that you realistically have to take. You've got to risk against previous highs and previous lows. Some institution, well, smart money, whatever the hell you want to call it, They're the one that turned the market here and put this bottom in. So you got to use this low here to defend your trade. You can't just put your stop like right in the middle of here or there. You're asking to get run over. You got to let people that put key lows in previously defend your
1: trade. That was me that put the key low in. I could show you that.
2: Well, you know, the argument is mean, I've you a whale for a while now. You know, there's no accident he's sitting there looking like Mr. Uh, South American um, uh, 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 Baron. Wassa uh, or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> that, And for the viewing audience, Dav is, uh, is, uh, has done very well in crypto land. Let's leave it at that. So the point here is uh, watch out for the Davos in the world putting in the bottoms. But... Let's let Dab defend this low as opposed to you and I, but even if I use Dab's low and Dab's going to defend his, his uh, entry because he's a whale and he can flex his muscle, for me to actually even justify taking this trade, I should see at least, Will. do you remember what the magic ratio is that we should really be able to justify risking our hard-earned money? Two to one. Yeah, so that means that if I go and buy here, I've got to realistically see at least there on this thing. So, whoever's asking about this, if you're going to go buy here and you're going to risk against this previous low and you're thinking that this is where I'm going to take profits, fine. But if you're thinking, well, maybe I'll just, you know, buy it here and maybe look for a a test against the highs, this is a potion for disaster. Even if you are right and you book this small incremental gain relative to the amount of risk that you have to take, um, eventually you're going to have a loser. And this one loser might wipe out months of these little gainers. Don't fall into that trap, guys. It's a trap. You can lose a lot of time. If you're going to take a trade, and you've got to make sure that if you're right, you get paid relative to if you're wrong. Um, so back to my story about M's and W's for uh, level oneers. Can you guys see where the W is? It's actually pretty obvious when I go like that. I mean there was this sort of bottoming range down here. That would have been awfully tough to get into. But can you see this little W ing down, down in here? And then this Wing down in here. So this market actually gave you actually a few opportunities to get in. Up, down, up, breakout. What do we do once the breakout comes?
1: That depends.
2: Hopefully I was hearing, draw your reload zone. That sure sounded like what somebody said.
1: Yeah. All
2: right, so you're going to draw your reload zone, and do you see how they very politely backed the market up right into that zone? They did it a couple times, right? You can see even off of this bottom, down, up, down, right down in here. Let's uh, zoom that in for you here. So if you're like, hey, I'm Mr. Trader, man. I've uh, got the polo screen on, got the Trek screen on, hunting ideas. Can you guys see how this is just the fucking sickest little shark set up here? Mm. I swear, these sharks, and actually there's a few new site members that are like, God damn. <laughs> but uh, it goes down and then up and then down, does not go to a new low, then turns back up. You worked your bid at the 78.6, what do you think, would that have been a half decent fill there? Yeah, I think so. Evil, it's right? And then it did it again, right? This is what I find interesting. Big rally, 78.6, this one you had to take a bit more heat on, but nonetheless, that wouldn't have been a bad entry there, right? Also, notice, too, that they left a bit of a gap here. This is actually what we call a doji gap, but this is kind of a sloppy one, so it's not really a good example. But, uh, and the funny thing is is that this gap technically is still open. So kind of like mm-hmm. what we saw. We saw a coin earlier on where we said that, that uh, PIVX, I think, if the yeah. story falls apart, you know where it's coming back to. Well, guess what? Same thing here. If this story falls apart and they have to hit the reset button, you can see exactly where they're going to bring it back to. So that's down here. (laughs) Let's hope the story doesn't fall apart. Um, So long and short of it here is go and find your weekly W. Once the W is confirmed, draw your fibs, throw on your reload zones, and get yourself ready to rock and roll woo right, big rally, Party Central, as Sean Penn would say, a couple hookers and an eight ball, party! <laughs> yeah. so, um,
1: I suppose Sean Penn was guys,
0: on our last uh, podcast poster. Pardon me? The last uh, bat logo was Sean Penn.
2: Oh, cool, it's Jess Piccoli, right?
0: Yeah, it's Piccoli.
2: Rock on, oh, I miss Piccoli. No, I miss those days. I actually, I grew up in Southern California too, right around that same time. But anyway, um, interesting um, pullback right against the line in the sand there on a reload. So I would imagine, I bet you a lot of my slave numbers, they were all over this thing here. Big rally, right? And if anything, if I wanted to be a buyer, what do I got to do now? You're your reloads, and really, I don't have a problem going right off of the original bottom. And you notice 78.6 now is just going to be right back against that original range. So, if I wanted to be a buyer now, probably down into here is where I got to wait for. And if I'm not mistaken, do I see a little cheeky gap down there? You little cheeky gap. It looks like it. Yeah, there
1: yeah. it is. Yeah.
2: So, if you want a reference point to work bids, boom. That's that simple. There you go, Merry
0: Christmas. So Brian, what about the? Uh, you never mind. You zoomed out. There was a gap above that, but it was close. It was already filled in technically.
2: This one right here.
0: No, no, I was on the. If you you got to back up to where you were.
2: There was also some gaps right there. Yeah, don't.
0: Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. And
2: you could argue that that when they left this gap here and they were working the market down, you could look back. In fact, actually I had a trade like that just today. Let's see if I can show you. So many beautiful charts. My head's gonna explode. Uh, Here it is. Um, How am I gonna do this? We'll go like that, I'll go like that. You guys are still here. And like that so in this one case we had a nice little can everybody see the w beautiful w Nice rally up and notice how they left these gaps last uh fall.
1: Yeah last fall
2: And also a gap right there So I had actually quite a bit of a uh, high high degree of confidence that we were going to rally up into here and That's basically what's happening right now They're basically filling in the gaps and what's interesting here. This is a good example. Notice how the gap was filled in, that's done, then they have to go and reload. You see that? Um, Good example of that. Once the gap, the gap getting filled in, in essence, is sort of like the end of that little mini move and the market's got to sort of reset itself. Okay, do I really want to be a bull? Yeah, I want to be a bull. Okay, let's get going back up higher. So we got this cluster of gaps in here. I got a nice little fill right below them. I love when I have orders just ahead of those gaps because I think the market's going to head into those gaps, right? Wicks and tails like to be eaten. Look at all these tails or all these wicks. Uh, so you know, in essence, letting the market run into these gaps is perfect if you have your like your orders just sitting just underneath those levels. It's just awesome. Um, all right, Sorry. so that was actually a bit of a side comment. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off on that. Okay, well, how are we doing, gang? Did we have fun tonight? I think so.
0: I think so. Um, I think so. Yeah, we should really start wrapping, shutting her down. But, now, uh, the
2: bottom line here on this nav is that I couldn't be a buyer here. I, I am not allowed to combine it.
0: Sounds good, (laughs) Brian. It's it's just really hot in my home office here for some reason.
2: Oh, Oh, I thought I was
0: just just talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, well, we'll go to the usual, Brian. Uh, is there like a website or something out there that, yeah, in fact,
2: we're showing you our little crypto page, it's coming along really nicely, it's quite remarkable. Um, uh, almost beat a record of mine. Uh, 13 is my most that I've booked in a day, but I got 11 doubles off yesterday. That's really wow. And, and the only thing that I'm really buying lately is I'm buying hedging instruments. I bought a little bit of this AGRS. That's a funny coin. And I watched the video of that guy. That guy's a really interesting character. He might actually, you know, be onto something really smart or it might be a total con. But anyway, we'll see what happens. You know, I didn't put much money into it. Uh, but I've been buying lots of sort of hedging instruments, NBT, SPT. That's about the only thing that I'm really buying right now, buy a little bit more SPT. Uh, I bought this BIVX, I told you about that, I took that little box set up. Here's our ETC, we actually uh, just, well, I've kind of been doing so much trading anyway. I, uh, I closed that out because uh, the box setup failed there. So. But uh, these numbers are ridiculous. I mean, just we're just having a lot of fun. Um, and you can follow along. I know I'm behind on my blog post, but I try to blog about everything that I trade. Um, but um, actually, Seward is uh, getting working on an auto notification system, so we're really excited about that. But uh, this is our home, the rationalinvestor.co, um, chock full of lots of information. Our library page alone gets a lot of views. A lot of people really like uh Checking out all our resources. I have our school up and running, completely sold out into the end of the year. Um, and like I said, I want to take a trip around the world for 2018. So um, uh, basically, I'm booked up solid <laughs> right through the end of the year. And then I'm hitting the road, man. <laughs> um, so, you know, feel free to drop on by. You know, just ridiculous returns, great content, great reviews. People really seem to like our environment. Uh, great chat room that we have. I absolutely love our chat room. It reminds me a lot of the chat rooms that I used to be in in the proprietary crude oil uh, trading days, like the actual prop firm chat rooms. This is a lot of fun. Uh, just chock full. Hey, look at that crazy guy. Uh, <laughs> chock full of. Uh, uh, Lots of jokes. Like, these guys, They we just have such a good time. Real characters, like this guy Shane and I, we did that broiler chicken show recently. Like, just really, really good people. This place is just stuff. Like, there's 100 people on the site right now. Um, so, really, just an absolutely great, positive environment. Great uh, incubator, if you will, to keep you in a nice, safe environment so you don't get screwed over and... You know, pumped into some crazy idea that that really is just lining someone else's pockets. Um, and this is our home, right? The investor.co Great little project. So proud of Julian, um, our Boeing engineer, sort of our guide. Yeah, what's director. Julian
0: been up to lately?
2: Working like a dog. I mean, Boeing yeah. is really working him hard right now. Um, and he's taking more of a managerial role with the company. Which actually I think is a good idea. We need we need an adult here to sort of keep us all heading in a good direction.
1: <laughs> sure.
2: I just sit there and I just trade, right? And it's great because in our little uh, TRI, you know, management uh, chat, I'm just, you know, okay, I went and made you some more money. Okay, I went and made you some more money. Okay, I went and made you some more money. <laughs> so these guys love it. Um, and but but I'm a trader, right? I love to trade. I hate when it gets into fucking managing businesses and all that boring support tickets. You're man. telling me, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Preaching to the choir here. So uh, I couldn't have done any of this without Seward and uh, Julian and, and good people like Dav, right? Dav's often in the, uh, in the members lounge. He's grandfathered on the site. He pops in and out and helps people. Good spirit. Just really nice, nice, good people.
0: So, speaking of dev i think that's a good uh segue Dave yeah. you're uh, kind of dipping your toes back into youtube i, I hear a little birdie told yeah you.
1: that's right that's right i've um, i'm back on youtube now i'm doing some shows here and there showing people how to do some basic stuff like even like just transferring bitcoin from one place to another i mean people have asked those simple questions and it's it's, it's obvious to us right but to everybody else they they want to they want to get into this and they just they're just too afraid because they don't know even the simplest things and so if you have any requests and stuff like that just uh, just message me on YouTube right just write a message in the in the comment section and uh, I go through the comment section and I will do maybe do that video for you on how to do something simple and no question you ask is stupid uh, people ask me some very interesting questions and I've answered and uh, I, I love those those questions right because you know, Uh, The more people who get into this space, right, the the better it is for everybody.
2: Can you do your show in Spanish now?
1: I don't think so. No, (laughs) (laughs) Spanish sucks. It's not good enough for me to do the show. I've actually had a lot
2: of people from South America. Like you know, we have a number of site members and stuff. Um, And I actually had one gentleman who said he wanted me to like literally teach like a whole fleet people all at once and
1: i'm like whoa uh, <laughs> way too much. you know i
2: i've seen <clears throat> brian if you remember like
0: <laughs> well god it's like years ago now but <clears throat> you did you know like the Fib- fibonacci tutorial on the macd and some of the you know getting started indicator coinage videos i saw a while back it was probably a month or two ago somebody was translating those into spanish
2: <laughs> and, and
0: putting them online so yeah. somebody is uh uh, you know, it, hey, yeah, I mean, you
1: know, it's, um,
0: I, I think it's pretty cool, <laughs>
2: but it is kind of you neat, know. but I do ask people not to just blatantly use our material that's right. a bit cheeky. Um, and anybody that we do, we sort of say, you know, well, 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 slow down, slow down, slow down. Uh, but if they start translating it into other languages, I mean, how do I even talk to them? Right. Right. I don't yeah, know. I mean,
0: look at it this way, though. You know, you're you're promoting TRI on the video and stuff, mm-hmm. so I'm sure that...
2: Mm-hmm. I wonder why I sound like in Spanish. Did they give I
0: really don't know. I'll try to, to dig it, it up.
1: Voice
2: I, voice.
0: I, I swear I saw that. I, I think it was one of those original videos. Did they videos. do subtitles, or, or,
1: or are they actually no, voiced no, over? No, they,
0: like, voiced over in Spanish. And no, I think oh, what they, they were doing way. was they were just translating everything Brian said, basically. I
2: hope they gave me, like, a nice, deadly voice.
0: <laughs> I'll try to okay. dig it up. It's, it's out there somewhere. Wow. So I well, get to get out of America.
2: South America and all the women are going to be, oh, you're the
1: little girl boy, so.
2: Well, that would be so awesome.
0: Can you just carry a cell phone around when that happens and take video? I think well, on that note. Can... That... Well,
1: I just want to quickly say that people can find me on. Uh, uh, da Vinci J15 on YouTube, and you just Google that. You'll see lots of my videos. Also, I uh, have a Twitter page right uh, where I, I tweet out tweet out some jokes with my uh, my wins, my double I have something half on the doubles. I I try to make a little joke here and there on my tweet. So, if you want to be entertained, you can check it out.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, How's the uh, – you're working on this software package, right? I mean, that's, that's – yes, I think I, that could I, be a huge seller. All right.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't decided to announce that just yet. Oh, but okay. I will be well, gonna... it was just announced, <laughs> so. Yeah, we're just getting on software. I didn't know what it about. Exactly, but yes, I will be announcing that sometime soon, right? Oh, but right. not just yet. I can't wait
2: for that. This should be super exciting. hmm
0: Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, there's a link to your YouTube. I added it in our, in the description also to TRI and finally to Coinigy.com. Um, obviously Can I don't think. Can
2: you throw in works. that, um, at CR investor? That's my Twitter. Sure.
0: Absolutely. I'll, I'll edit the uh, description and add that as well. Oh, thanks, Matt.
2: Anyway, enjoyed uh, chatting yeah. with you, gentlemen. I hope you
0: enjoyed it. Likewise. Mm-hmm. Likewise. Thank you so much, Brian. Okay. Thanks so much, Dev. Um, Thanks for watching, guys! Don't forget to like and subscribe, and you know, sell us your firstborn and all that good stuff. Um, And we will uh, once once you subscribe, you'll be able to get a notification of the next show and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, thanks for watching. Any last words?
2: Happy trails! (laughs) See
1: you later. (laughs)
0: <laughs> there we there go that works yeah look out for trains look out for deer when you're driving That's don't be got.
2: stupid as uh that noosey guy would say don't be a bitch <laughs> i love
1: sell high yeah there I don't we go sell high <laughs> there we go no perfect all right words of wisdom <laughs> for everyone i'll we'll catch you guys later and uh ta-ta